previously on Chronicles of Starlight. But here it is, the last shreds of life in the universe, celebrating this unifying moment with complete strangers, here on this shimmering satellite, an oasis in a plantless universe, bustling with all the life it has left. I, I forgot to introduce myself, my name is Gildy. It is very nice to meet you, Gildy. Very nice to meet you as well. I'm very excited to meet another uh, Earthling. And yeah, Abby takes off for the uh, bars of the flesh. So. Yes, Addie is in the flesh zone. Yes, Abby, uh, after leaving um, the hospital place, God, what did I fucking call it? It's been like seven days. <laughs> and I think it was just the, the hospital. Yeah, I think I just called it the hospital. I got the brain of a tiny rodent corn chowder. <laughs> so, any inconsistencies, um, blame corn chowder. Um, but yeah, you just got, uh, back from the hospital area. Uh, well, actually, I kind of want to, like, start start from the top. Um, Luthmos was the first one we did last time, so we, mm -hmm. we can do Luthmos this time. Um, so, Luthmos, you're do you've been having a good time, uh, mm -hmm. getting many, many tiny prizes. There seems to be a multiplayer game. Where it's kind of like one of those, um, like like a fighting kind of joystick style game with buttons and stuff in VR, but um, mm -hmm. they use like actual buttons and joysticks because those are more responsive than the VR controls. Of course, there's technology to um, increase the responsiveness, but it sort of like just jacks right into your brain, and they're not like that's not like for like the general public. This this to them is like retro sexy yes and they've got flashing lights it's like bloody fighting style you know i think it would be something that luthmos would be like curious about Mm-hmm. he certainly would be yes it's like it's like coliseum fighting but instead of actual fighting and like uh cutting into people you smash buttons a whole bunch and just do sick combos <laughs> uh, boy, I can't wait to use my super and win game one against Daigo Umihara at um, Evo 2004 Third Strike Losers Finals. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but yeah. is definitely going to want to try it out. Okay, so you step on up. Um, the uh, alien in charge kind of like explains the basic rules for you. Uh, this this button does punch. This does buzz. This button does block. This button does super. Um, pretty simple. And across from you is this big old alien thing. Let's say it is 
basically a big hairy mass with big old eyeballs, but they, uh, with wrinkles just covering the face and like the eyes are very droopy. Got big old bags under the eyes. And he's got two slim little hands that come out and reach and grab the, uh, the joystick and the buttons. And he says nothing. Oh, the prime example of a gamer. The true, <laughs> the true gamer of the whole universe. The gamer species. <laughs> Does he smell like Mountain Dew? Uh, you actually can't smell much, um, due to like the big bubble thing around your head. Oh, that's valid. Yeah, and I'll be clear: like everyone else who's not in like a spacesuit has one of those bubbles around their head. And those that are in a spacesuit are, like, alien species that kind of um, require very specific sets of environments to live in. So, like, there's, like, molten magma creatures and, like, like metal creatures that are just, like, liquid metal and just, like, uh, water yeah. creatures. Yeah, basically. Um, but uh, there's several characters to choose from. Perhaps maybe you would like to describe one that you would want to play as? Um, Lufmos would like to play as a character that is like your typical fighter dude. Like, muscly, got some armor on, got a sword in hand. Alright. That kind of stuff. You you choose like a pixelated alien sort of character that's uh looks like to be armored up and has some sort of cool weapon thing. It's got like a shield. They got like green skin and horns. Um and their animation style is very um stalwart. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> Stalwart? Stalwart. I've never heard the word said. Well, now you know. I'm in a weird frame of mind because I've spent an entire hour looking at Doge memes. Please bear, <laughs> please bear with me. <laughs> um, but yes. He seems to be a very standard character. Um, and uh, probably good for beginners. The... Uh, your po your opponent says nothing and decides to play as let's see sexy lady no how about a big old dinosaur looking kind of monster with like spikes and stuff and it has a gun <laughs> sexy yeah a big old godzilla like creature sort of thing spikes armor plating uh, hunched over posture, and he has a pistol. <laughs> a laser <laughs> pistol. <laughs> and the, uh, fight starts. I'm gonna do some rolls. This isn't gonna be, like, attack sort of thing. This is more, um... I guess... Dexterity? What's up? This is a game. So could we technically gain proficiency in video games as a tool set, just like you could with a card set or dice set? Uh, I, I bet you certainly could. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do some rolls for him. Uh, let's see. Oof. Oof-a-doof. Okay. Um, 
just go ahead and give me dexterity since it would normally be like an intelligence check in order to like know how to play basically but right okay. now you're just pressing buttons as fast as you can i'm assuming <laughs> or like okay. just trying to figure out how to play that's valid ah uh, that's a 15 okay so you are button mashing pretty well um your character seems pretty responsive like if you move left on the joystick the character moves left and the buttons are doing things and um you're punching you're blocking you're doing stuff uh seems like the hairy creature across from you is having some difficulty and um he's making movements but he looks like he's trying to like dance like that's how you're interpreting how his character is moving at the current moment and you can hear some grumbling noises coming from the uh your opponent oh fuck i'm making the gamer mad is he gonna flame me gamer pain <laughs> he's experiencing gamer pain yes he needs his gamer juice he's off his rocker and next up, uh, he seems to be getting uh, back into the swing of things, and he's, like, doing g weird special moves where he's able to, like, grapple you and, like, throw you around and throw you into the air and shoot you with his tiny laser pistol. Oof. Go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, that's a six. Oh. Uh, seems like you're a little bit thrown off by the uh, sudden spike in... Um, competency as your opponent uh, remembers how to play video games <laughs> and um, your button mashing is failing you at this current moment your opponent is just tossing you around back and forth uh, throwing you against the wall and then like arm checking you as you come back in and you're like oh uh, I could do I could do buttons and you're, like, blocking at wrong times, and he's catching you off guard. Oof. Your health is going down, though. Oof. Oof. Oh, he's back. He's back into the swing of things. He's got his groove back on. He got his gamer juice. He's got the gamer juice, and he's and it's uh, going straight to his hands, and he is just going at it. He is uh, pulling off special moves like the whole screen is flashing and showing off different um, like weird alien characters and it's just um, there's like flashing lights all along the sides uh, your character is getting thrown everywhere Oof. there's like combo meters going up there's special moves getting thrown around one of the you aliens. Make a roll? Yeah, go ahead and make a roll. One of the aliens behind you is like, "You gotta press your button. You gotta press the special button, and with a block, and you gotta be shifting down." Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Do you take the aliens guy's advice? Yes. All right. So you do a special block, and as you, the opponent's uh, homing in with his final special move, uh, you use your special block, and it negates the entire special move. And he's like, <laughs> and he like leans in and he gets real intense and he starts trying to be get his combo back up on you. Go ahead and roll again. 13 again. 13 again? Okay. Um, you're still uh, button mashing pretty well. Um, it's not, 
you're not putting up too much of a fight for him. Uh, it's not like a big upset of um, the newcomer overcoming the pro sort of situation. Because he's still got his cool about him and you're not um, completely doing super great. <laughs> the button mashing is helping though. Um, but the elite gamer before you is able to finish you off with just a special, uh, normal special move, just like with like a special combo, a quarterback circle, a press, B press, half step block. But yes, he, he has beaten you at, at this game. I, uh, I look at him and I say, uh, good game. It he was fun. He, 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 he like releases the tension in him and you can see all the fur just go whoosh, he just whoosh. he kind of like actually nods and goes whoosh. I assume he, he said it was fun too I didn't really speak alien he like press, he points at the screen in front of you and like there's a countdown going on and he like gestures to it and to you Oh, he wants a rematch. Let's go. All right, and you guys rematch. Uh, I'm going to let you just do one roll this time. Three. A three? Yes, a three. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's, he's, he's back in his groove again, and he's having a fun time. Um, uh, some of the aliens behind you are trying to give you pointers and stuff, and you are quickly learning how to play the game. Um, it seems like the guy before you, your opponent, he's actually going a little bit easy on you right now. He's, um, letting you figure out the combos and stuff, uh, but he, he is absolutely whooping your butt. <laughs> the true gamers are the friends we made along the way. Yeah. He's letting you learn, but he's not letting you off easy. That's fair. Lufmos just has fun playing this new thing because this is like... Oh, technology. It's all new. He's just having a blast. He doesn't care about winning or losing. Yeah, and there is a crowd that's sort of gathering around you guys. It's not a huge one. Uh, they kind of come and go, but uh, they are trying to give you some pointers about how to block, when to block, um, when, what his special moves are, what your character's special moves are. Um, and... In a brief moment, in between rounds, uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, that's a six. Okay. Lufmos uh, is just lost in the sauce. You're just lost in the sauce, yeah. You know what actually would happen? Uh, Dognut uh, actually comes in through the crowd and actually sees you and he watches the fight for a little bit. And he uh, moves on next to you and he's like, Hey, can, can, um, sorry, can I try? Or, of course. Okay. And he s sits down and the hairy alien is just, Dougness like, okay, so I think I got the idea down. All right. Um, okay. Um, hold on. How do I get to character selection? And like, all the other aliens are like, just, okay, well, you gotta do this, or you gotta do that. And, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. And he chooses, like, a very small character. Uh, 
seems to be like some sort of small bird-like character, very slim, uh, very agile, and the elite gamer before you chooses his same character, and the fight starts. And Dognut actually seems to be creaming the crap out of the dude. Oh, fuck. He seems to have figured out a special combo with this slim character that allows him to, like, go back and forth really, really fast and juggle the other dude. And uh, the elite gamer's like... And, like, trying to block and, like, break out of the combo, but he's caught off guard every single time because the timing is different. Every single time he's that dognut's going back and forth and uh <laughs> he wipes the floor with him in the second round it seems a lot more even um the elite gamer uh seems to have caught on to dognut's plans and is throwing him off and using grapples to break his combos now. And uh, Dognut is like, oh shit, my idea did work this time. Um, hold on, I think I can figure out something else. And he's uh, using long-range attacks to break the opponent's combos before he gets them off. And then Dognut uh, launches in the opponent into the air and starts uh, battling and doing combos up into the air, um, which the opponent starts breaking them midway through, grappling him and throwing him out to the ground. Ooh. Uh, hold on. Okay. And then Dogna is able to, at the final moment, uh, get a single hit in, which brings him down to zero. Um, and then they're on to... Well, no, actually, Dogna won both rounds. Never mind. Dogna wins. Hooray! And the hairy elite gamer is just breathing heavily and looks up. And Dognut uh, extends uh, a little paw. He's like, uh, th thank you. Um, th that was fun. The elite gamer like, takes two of his very long fingers, pinches the his paw, because <laughs> he doesn't know what a handshake is. <laughs> <laughs> that spell is he's just like he's like Dognut's just yeah me too I need to figure out a better voice for Dognut <laughs> elite gamer Dognut um, but that's your um, little slice moment uh, it is getting close to dinner for you uh, this is going to be like a six hour chunk that uh, you've been going through um, you are hungry. I don't know where you wanted to go to food court. Where, where you want to go get food? Yes. Okay. Food court time for you? Hell yeah. Chewie also needs something to eat. Okay. Uh, you head over to the food court. It is, um, just food of every sort of design everywhere. Just, like... Some of the more fancier foods you're going to have to pay credit for, but, like, all the basic foods, there's, like, the stuff that you've seen at um, Space Amazon Food Court. There's that kind of basic sort of nutritional stuff. But there's also just plants of all different varieties of all different styles of um, 
of cooking them. Um, seems like a, there was like a lot of ships that have been parked here that are kind of like um, food trucks. They're they're like the equivalent of food trucks where they basically have like the kitchen inside the uh, ship, and they've all got different branding and logos and like the smell. You can actually smell it. It it actually is so dense here that it uh, gets through the bubble. And it's just a menagerie of smells. Like, some of them are just gross to you, but some of them, if you follow your nose, you actually get to, like, some really tasty-looking places that uh, seems that fried food has become, you know, a universal sort of way of, of cooking something. A deep fatty oils and breaded and smells pretty good you don't know what it is though smells delicious um is there like any sort of meats around um there are there are proteinish things that are made from like once live creatures okay um Lufmo is just gonna grab some meat gonna let chewy pick out uh, a piece and then also get some plants and he doesn't care if it uh, costs some credits like he just wants to have a good meal with chewy okay it'll cost about like five credits for like a good meal that's fine and then i still have like 15 left yeah and I think I made it so that gold was, like, just equivalent for one credit. So if you had yeah. any gold, yeah. Uh, let me check. I just wanted to make it simple. Oh, yeah, I still have 80 gold on me, so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can definitely get yourself a really good meal. Um, oh, yeah. The chef actually, like, puts one of those um, bubbles, those one of those slimy bubbles around the food, and as you get, like a utensil there's a whole menagerie of utensils just just choose one and as you pull it through the bubble the bubble encases the food and then as you bring it to your, your face the bubble sort of gets absorbed into your face bubble and the food's just in your mouth area and you can just get it in delicious yeah there's no trace of any of the weird gross slime on your food. So you don't need to worry about accidentally ingesting it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And just want to say that after the food court, uh, Lufus just going to go shopping for like a cat tree or whatever. Just some, some quality of life stuff for Chewy that he can play with when he is alone or something. Okay. And maybe some... Uh, maybe some um, a little, Does... Yeah, a little pet bed. Something that's better than the cage. Okay. Uh, You want, like, a little tiny enclosure thing? Yes. Yeah, it, that might cost a little bit uh, credit, since, like, that would prevent Chewie from destroying things on the ship, and I'll, I'll <laughs> count that as something mechanic-wise. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine, that's fine. I, I, I have, like, enough credit. Yeah. My just gonna yeah. get him a fancy little doghouse. Okay. Yeah, you can toss three cred and get him a little doghouse. Oh yeah. Alright, and let's move on to uh Akka. For this six hour uh break, you are like copying down a spell. 
Well, it depends. I gave you a whole list of spells. I don't know what spells you're wanting to get. I haven't really looked at them. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we can figure out what exact spells are later. Um, but for the, in the meantime, Gildy is definitely like very interested in you. So he he wants to ask you questions about like um your life and like how you got here and stuff and how much are you wanting to divulge? I'm just I pretty much tell him everything. Oh, you tell him everything about how we got here. Uh okay. About um basically the events um from like the town of Estelle on. Yeah. Okay. And partway through, um, he seemed to have been feigning interest at the very beginning, but as you tell the story, he's he doesn't seem to be, like, trying to flirt with you anymore. He's actually just, like, pulled up a seat, got, like, a good old chin scratch going on. He's just very interested in what you're saying now, and he's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, as I get into his voice. Um... So, you're telling me that there's this magic that somehow allows you to go into memories and pull stuff out of them? Is this... Yes, that was correct. And, 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 there's another magic that allows this entire living ship, as you're describing it, to go through portals into an entirely different plane that I've never heard of? Yes, it's called the Plane of Pink. What are there other colors now? Wormwood, have you heard of anything like this? Wormwood's just like, um, no, I really... Is it... The entire plane is pink. Everything's pink? Yes. Everything. I, I wouldn't recommend going into it, though. Some weird shit happens. Look, I've heard the... I've heard stories of planes of just entire planes of mayo where where some wizard just wanted to get a fuck ton of mayo instead of doing it the normal way from eggs and just made a plane of mayo. I've never heard of a plane that's just... Can I have that plane of mayo spell? You want the plane of mayo spell? Yeah. A summon... Oh god, that's like an 8th level spell. It it depends on how much mayo you're wanting to summon. Uh, the higher level spells can summon a di- a deluge of mayo, but you know the cantrip level, you can summon like a good dollop of mayo for like a sandwich. What if, what if I want like infinite mayo? Well, I mean it is infinite mayo, but it depends on the amount per second of mayo that you want. <laughs> you just want enough to put on a sandwich, or do you want to just, fucking flood your opponent with mayo? Because the gate spell no, is just get a cantrip. Level. Just get a cantrip and just like a little squirt of mayo. You can already do that with like prestidigitation, though. You could just a purify some mayo for like a round. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, Gildy is gonna like hand you a little note card. Like, yes. Well, if you wanted to know how to. Summon mayo with a cantrip. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Can I just get that for free? Uh, it's essentially a scroll of summon mayo as a cantrip, and you can just copy that down into your spell book in your free time. 
sometime later in the future and it's going to be like an hour. Cool. And like as this is happening, he's like giving you little pointers on how to um uh on your magic and like misspellings and like how the runes are supposed to look and whatnot. Um but I've never heard of dream magic. That's so weird. I mean, I've well, there is the plane of dreams and there is um research done on that, but there's not a whole lot about it. It's not very useful. The plane of dreams isn't very um functional, really, for like average everyday use. Wormwood, do you know much about the plane of dreams? Oh well God, the plane of dreams, you just kind of I'm gonna have to look up pl- plane of dreams stuff again because Is that the astral plane or the ethereal plane or its own plane? It's not actually an astral uh, or ethereal plane. There is actually a plane of dreams. Um, But it's... Imagine it's sort of like... um, Like a collective consciousness sort of place. And most people go there and they don't realize they're going there. And then when you wake up, it's not really like... Its existence is sort of like a mystery. And you can't really bring things back from there. Um, mm, okay. It, it's a very loose sort of plane. It's very much based on like... Um, your own perceptions of how it should be and stuff. Okay. It can be kind of thought of as the astral plane. But in the astral plane, there's, like, different things in there. It's it's not used really, like, at all. You can kind of think as astral plane as, like, a plane for, like, the spirit instead of, like, ethereal plane where it's, like, ghostly and stuff. Um, and, like, the dream, the plane of dreams is, like, a place for the mind, basically. Mm, okay. Wormwood, like, tries to info dump, and I'm just gonna paste the entire thing onto here. Because <laughs> that'll explain it better than I can. Um, but Wormwood's basically... But that doesn't sound like what you're describing. It's... What you're describing sounds more... Like, Demiplane-esque. Like, someone made that plane. I don't know how it works, but... I mean... I can just tell you that's what happens, and we don't know, like, much about it. Yes, yes, I'd assume that a demiplane, such as, like, a plane of pink sort of situation, um, that would be... The only one who would know how it would work would be its creator, and... Well, that seems to be a mystery in of itself, isn't it? Yes. I could ask the captain of the ship, but I doubt Idru would know. And you've told me about Idru. That's the one uh, who's got some sort of mysterious relationship with it? Yes. Idru's hmm. the captain. Hmm. C- can I... Can I see one of those mysterious objects that you described earlier that seem to have a relationship with the plane? So, like, the coin or the book? Coin, book, or binding. binding. I think. Do I have the binding? I think, um... You have the coin on you. Like I don't remember. I'm I'm not, I'm not keeping track of like where each of those um, objects are. But the I, book is with Idrew. Yeah, the book is with Idrew, and I think Lufmos has the coin, and the 
binding is with Foxfire. Okay. Can you hand over the binding? Yes. He uh, basically describes it a lot like, um, oh God, Pumpkin Pie Tiger Eye from uh, Strawberry's World describes it. But in particular, he's um, he, he notices something that Pumpkin Pie Tiger Eye wouldn't have noticed. This, this type of leather, this is from Earth. Yes, it is. Uh, that's how it all started. No, 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 you don't get it. If this is a celestial object, some sort of grand design, sort of super supernatural sort of event, then you wouldn't expect it to be from Earth, right? It would be from, like, some other plane, some sort of higher being... I guess, yeah. But but it was it was wrapped around a book that we got from Earth. Wormwood, can you can can you come look at this? I this is this is leather. I can smell the tanning hide and all those chemicals coming off of it. Just in case, like a big old whiff. This is this is made with techniques from Earth. And Wormwood takes a look at it and he sniffs it uh, like real close and he's just this. This is, uh, this is goat leather. Goat. Hey guys, welcome to Chronicles of Starlight, episode 32. Here's the PSA. Check to make sure that your microphone's recording the right microphone when you're recording on your microphone, because sometimes Audacity likes to mislabel what microphone is the right microphone when you're when you're trying to record. <laughs> Don't worry, the, the the episode's fine. It's just um the the I I recorded like a four minute long mid roll thing, and it turned out it was some crappy audio. Oops. Anyways. I hope you're enjoying episode 32 of Chronicles of Starlight. Uh, I've been doing thinking about like how this podcast and its future. I'm probably going to pay for a whole other year of hosting, but um, beyond that, I'm like, eh. So um, download it now because probably won't be around in 2021. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe I might have another uh podcast. In the future, try, I'll probably keep, like, the same Starlight theming because I have the Twitter Starlight cast and I want to keep that for, like, my podcasting branding and stuff. So follow Starlight cast on Twitter for updates and stuff about this podcast. My other social medias are tum- my Tumblr is uh, Chibi Cheese Puff. Uh, my Twitter is Chibi Cheese Puff. Uh, my Patreon is Chibi Cheese Puff. And if you like the story, the music, the everything, the anything, uh, be sure to tell a friend. Because it is coming towards the end here, boys, kids, and females. My New Year's resolution is to finish this podcast. So, I'm going to let you get back to it. Bye! Did you at least have, like, some idea of what you wanted to write down? What new spells you wanted? No, I've been busy. <laughs> I've been out of town, Vivian. Uh, okay. 
No, I mean, like a big old general idea. Like, did you want more oh, destruction yeah, magic, or did you want something more different peppered in there? Probably more destruction. Okay. <laughs> Me. Okay. Um. All right. Cast fireball at a sheep. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, just have many different ways to cast the same fire spell. Definitely don't need some variety in that. Shut up. Alright. It's fine. You play your character as you like. Um, but, like, uh, this is because you said that you divulge, like, everything. Like, full story of what happened since, um... Basically, like, the entire fucking plot of the podcast to him. Just do a brief overview. A here's, brief. Here's the, fill, here's the filler episode where we cover everything. Well, you got, like, a six-hour block where you're discussing all this, and he's, like, helping you transcribe fire magic. He's just, like, this fucking idiot only using fire spells. I mean, he's not saying it out loud, but he's definitely, like... You know, I have the widest variety of spells that you could possibly think of, so if ever you had an inkling for ink magic, hmm? No. What about- I'll have to look at them, but it's probably going to be fire spells. Mm, what about like a minor polymorph or, or like, God, what, what other spells are there? Fuck. <laughs> Or perhaps um, a mage armor spell. I have some really cool varieties of mage armor if you wanted to look at them. Nah. Okay, fine. I see. Well, I, 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 I see that you're much of a stickler for uh, fire magic, but um, uh, going back to the topic at hand, you were discussing something about an Earth 2? Q Peggle 2 gift. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I can see you waving your arm and jumping in the air as if you're about to pound something on the ground, and I, I assume that's some sort of reference to something, and well, yes, I understand the emotions about a sequel to a thing, but it, it, Earth 2? Really? Someone's already trying to make its second one. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. I know what gif you're talking about, thank you. If you could divulge my curiosity and tell me more about this place, if you would, please. Well, it's run by, like, this weird dude. Not weird, but, like, he probably evil. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he did, like, attack us, so. Well, I mean, did you do anything to provoke that attack? Because, like, maybe they're just protecting this Earth, too, because I'd imagine it would be very... Uh, valuable to protect, um... No, I don't think we did anything to warrant an attack. Um, I mean... Like, like what in particular makes you think that they're evil? I'm, I'm curious. I'm not trying to doubt you. I'm just curious. I mean, the guy who created it is my friend's dad, and my friend, she don't got no good relationship with her dad. Okay. So just because they've got, like, a nasty father uh, making a whole planet, you, you think that her, her father's evil? I'm confused. Yes, her father- no, no, her father is evil. 
I haven't known her for long, but we've been through enough that I trust her. And when I when she says like he's a bad dude, he's a bad dude. Okay, okay. So your friend's dad is the one on that planet. No, he's the one masterminding it. Hmm, masterminding. Like a mirror. Well, that's a pretty common spell. I mean, if you wanted a spell similar to that, I definitely have a couple. No. Okay, fine. But um, you say he's a mastermind behind this. Well, who's uh, who's the little puppet then? Teddy Roosevelt. I do not know anyone of that name. Uh, who's who's Teddy Roosevelt? I don't remember his name, Vivian. Aka, his name is not actually Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> his name is not actually Teddy Roosevelt. He's like bizarro Teddy Roosevelt, a twisted form of Teddy Roosevelt. His, uh, your character would probably remember his name. It, it was um. Ready Roosevelt. <laughs> Tiberius Rothgate. It's the fucking same initials. It is. What was it again? Tiberius Rothsgate. Thank you, because I have the attention span of a goldfish. Mm, same. What were we talking about? <laughs> no, it's okay. Tiberius I remember Rothsgate. that was for the joke. That was for the joke. I know. What? I know. <laughs> His name was Tiberius Rothsgate, if I recall correctly. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's not a name that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> oh, so he's trying to make a planet. Hun, I don't think he's the puppet in this situation. Okay. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about, actually. What do you mean? Oh, he's an old friend of... Oh, let me take that back. I don't think friend's the right description for him. Uh, he's a old acquaintance of mine. Is he like a warlock or whatever? That's one way of putting it, but not like actually a warlock. More of the connotation behind it. He's is not. He, is he sleeping with the dude or whatever? What? No, no, we weren't past lovers. No. Oh, okay. No, not that kind of acquaintance. I have a no, life other than in the bed, unless. You want to be a no. part of that? No, okay, fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll drop it. I'll drop it. No flesh zone here. <laughs> okay, fine. I might as well try with every twink I see. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so this Tiberius, we go a ways back. He's a big bastard. Uh, I can tell you that much conniving little yeah, fellow we, we figured that out yes i mean um he he tries to be sneaky about things sometimes but uh, the truth sort of comes out one way or the other he he likes to divulge himself into studies of magic that um require the sacrifice of something else in return for great boons in magic. And so he's been sort of shunned in the magical community, and I believe um, you must have seen something like that. Yeah, I, uh, we did. He's also 
an intrepid explorer and adventurer, so he's got quite the experience under his belt, and I'd advise not trying to antagonize him directly if you like living, but, um... Cool. I, I do appreciate being alive. Yes, you also mentioned that you saw his vault. I'm very curious of what you saw in particular in there. Fuck, I don't remember what was in that vault. Was it, like, the lizard dude? Uh, no, that was in his kind of basement thing situation, but you were the only one who actually visited his vault. Oh, right. I got the wild magic. Yeah. Shrunk me, and I don't remember how much I shrunk, but... Like I'm two inches or something, something insignificant. Okay, I mean, I was like 5'10", and, no, I was like five foot anyways. Yeah, short baby. Um. Oh, well, I mean, that's a standard trap that he tried to probably put up but but i got this bag okay show my like potion bag oh you stole his potion bag how nice oh my god uh is that where you got that um oh that 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 brew that that potion that you showed me that i had to identify yes okay okay interesting i'm glad you've stolen something from him that's very cool um He's probably going to want your head for doing something like that, so I'd try to keep that on the down low. But, um, there's something else in the vault that I don't know if you, Akka, remember, but I'm sure Foxfire would remember. Yes, probably. Do do you want a hint? I would love a hint. Uh, Tiberius had a, um, he had a cheese eater that, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a singular thing that destroyed like all the planets. Oh yes. Uh, we've been calling them world eaters. We call them cheese eaters. You that's know. a that's a cute name, but what the fuck? <laughs> but go on. He had one. He had one. Okay. I mean, you could probably suspend one in animation to research it and. In particular, I think you. I think this would be like really hard for you to remember. Um, the colors on the side of it were not the same as you've seen. Basically, like, all the ones that you've seen so far have been carbon copies with a cyan light on the sides of them. Yes, it was like, and it was a different color. Yeah, it was green. Okay, I was gonna say green. Yeah, it was like a different color. I I explained that. I explained that it was, like, different. It was, like, inactive. Oh. Uh, 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 I need to get my hands on this. Well, I guess you know where to find it. I suppose I do know where to find it, don't I? But the bastard probably has it locked up pretty nicely right now. Oh, I need that. Oh, I need that. St- I need that. That 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 could be the key to reversing everything. You understand that if it's if it's inactive, and we could take it apart, research it, figure out its magical signature. Maybe maybe figure out how it's getting to other places, and and then backwards it and reverse whatever damages it's done. I I don't know if it's even possible, but. The possibilities are making my mind explode with curiosity and excitement. This is 
I'll if make you... you explode with curiosity and excitement. Okay, no. If you come across this guy, I'm g- I'm gonna give you my card later, uh, after dinner or so. Um, be sure to call me if you ever run into this guy again, or or suspect that he's nearby because he's probably going to be very sneaky because he's a bastard like that. I hate the poor man. So, call me at the opportune time. I hope you understand what I mean and gives you a big old winky face for the drama of it all. Yes, of course. Of course. (laughs) I just never call him. (laughs) Foxfire, it's getting kind of late. Would you care to join me for dinner? Sure, why not? Okay. Um and he uh takes out a big old roll of cloth, kind of whips it out and um kind of like hangs in the air suspended and like the cloth like has a partition in the middle and he opens it up and inside is a big um table with nice fancy lighting, kind of like a little bit dark. Um, I, I... Come on, come on, step on in. Step on in. Into what? It, it, in the dining room. Oh, the... It, yeah, inside the partition, there's like a... There's another mini space inside of it. I hop in there. And Wormwood kind of wa- walls on in as well. And, um... Gildy, like, snaps his fingers and a grand feast appears onto the table. And he takes a seat at the head, gets a nice chunk of, like, some really well-roasted chicken and a glass of uh, wine, and he starts sipping it elegantly and just going ham on a piece of chicken. So, I think I get the basic idea of what's going on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I have a drink of water that I can... Ah, some good audio there. Uh, <laughs> as he sips the wine, you've got some weird magic going on. I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, tell me about yourself. I'm, I'm curious about you. Uh, I mean, there isn't much like typical high elf wizard training. But then I said, "Fuck that shit," you know. I get you, I get you. Elves can be kind of dicks. I get that. Very uppity about the magic. And that's pretty much what got me here, so... I I mean, there's a couple of steps in between, isn't there? I mean, for the most part, no. It was just study, study. I mean, you seem like a very studious sort of wizard, uh... But you do seem to have a sort of special interest in destruction magic. Yes, because fire's cool. Because fire is cool, okay. You know, any other sort of wizard might look down upon you for something like that, and I suppose I'm sort of leading up that I would not look down on you, but I do. I I actually do not like how you're so focused onto one school of magic, but, I mean, to each their own, I guess. It's just... A wizard who only focuses on destruction spells tends to be very volatile and young. 
naive. Naive is a good word for it. I don't mean to insult you. Um, you are a guest at the table. I don't want to try to turn you away, but why destruction magic? It's in the name. I don't. I don't know. Uh, you think I think this far? You think I thought this far, Vivian? <laughs> yes. You you want to direct that at Gildy? No. When I look at you, I see a very young wizard. Uh, someone who's just very new to the whole magic sort of adventuring and such. It's just. But do you see a lot of um? Of yourself in him? No, 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 no. Maybe. Maybe like a very, very young me. If I was a tiny little whelp at the time. It's a tiny little thing. Um, but no. My suggestion is maybe try to branch out a bit. You're not going to know what you like if you stay in one place, kid. <laughs> You gotta try something else. You're going to stagnate if you, if you cling to what is familiar. Basically, I I've definitely had those moments in my life where I've <sighs> thought that I was going to be okay if I just decided if I kept doing what I was doing. I, I figured things things have got to work out on their own, right? <laughs> it never works out like that, you know. Takes another big swig of his wine so I can take another big swig of my water. Sure, sure. Look, and I'm not trying to mold you into anything. It's just... There's other spells out there. Magic is infinite, pretty much. Don't try to hold yourself down and hold yourself back because that's what it seems to be comfortable. Is what I'm trying to get at. I'm a very, very old magic user. I've seen it all. Magic can do a lot of shit. And he, like, uses mage hand to pour you a glass of wine and, like, gives you a wink. And, and Wormwood, like, mage hands a piece of food and throws it at Gildy's face. <laughs> you gotta stop pestering the poor boy. <laughs> Gildy's, like, sloughing off pieces of mashed potato. It's like, I know, I'm just trying to be nice to our guest. I take a sip of wine. Just like, okay. Yeah, it, it's a pretty good wine. It's got, um, hey, I'm gonna <laughs> Google up random words to describe wine. I don't know, oaky? Grape? It's got a lot of welches in it. <laughs> it's a stringent. Are you drinking Jesus juice? Guy, get some Jesus juice in ya! Can you, can you, like, roll me, like, some sort of wisdom check? Not related to the wine. Of course you have to choose wisdom. Poor little foxfire, so dense. Twelve. Twelve, okay. Um, anybody else want to perhaps speculate on Gildy and Wormwood? Perhaps Emily? Or maybe uh... Wendo? Well, uh, on nature of what exactly? Like their intention? Their their nature, basically. Because <laughs> I think there's something that just Foxfire himself wouldn't be able to figure out about them. Um, I mean, the first thing is since he's told him them all about this amazing magical artifact, they've never 
heard of before, they might want to get their hands on it. Yeah, they might want to try to get into the, the the plane of pink to see what it is all about, since they they seem pretty curious about it. And they said that since there are a lot of uh, old magic users, they might want to to try to figure out why they haven't heard of this before. Like maybe conquer some new sort of magic or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, it could be personal curiosity or they may think they have something to gain from it. I'm, I'm not really sure, but they are interested in it, so. Yeah. Uh... I mean, like, I mean, like, one of them can, at least one of them can create portals, so like... Yeah, one of them is an like, eighth or ninth level caster, so they have the means to do it much more than we do, and they don't have to rely on artifacts as much. Once they know where it is, they can probably go there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gildy uh, takes this pause, and he's just... Foxfire, would a you? Pause? What? You say his pause? No, not not no. The time pause, like this break in oh, conversation. Oh, you're saying he was like holding his head in his hands with his paws, and like elves have paws? Is he like Snufkin from movie? <laughs> no, no. Um, he Foxfire, would you like to join us in? Well traveling the universe through magic and whatnot and um becoming my apprentice well uh thank you for the offer but i'm going to stick with my friends for the time being there's something going on that i and my friend group or my friends need to take care of so if you are willing to keep your offer when we're finished then I can join you. But right now I need to do this. Hmm. Okay. He looks kind of disappointed. I I understand. It's... Hmm. I'd like to learn more about this place and stuff. It's... Oh well. You seem like a very bright young wizard. I I wish you luck in your magical journeys. Just keep him an open mind, kid. Okay. And Wormwood kind of burps in the background and you can see smoke coming out of it. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. He kind of waves it away. Yeet. <laughs> well, they, they sure didn't take that well. You're not a very bright sort of wizard. I, I just called you smart. I, just not very... You, you know what? You're just, you're just young. That's all. That's all. I, I'll just show you out the door. It's fine. Uh, here's here's my card, actually. Um, just um, burn it in a two of fire whenever you need to contact me. Cool, cool. I hope to hear from you sometime in the future. And on the card, um, it's like it says like golden magic um associates on it for like a business sort of style card and there's like a big old gold dragon emblazed on the side and just like kind of wrapping around the letters huh dragon you say neat neat that's not suspicious at all interesting i guess i just go back to the ship yeah yeah at, at this time it's kind of like getting close to like 
nighttime and sleepy time. I didn't know if you wanted to stay out later or anything, but yeah, this is a uh... flesh zone. Oh Jesus! We'll get to that next session for you. I'm joking. No, Emily, you just got out from hospital area. You got your own first aid kit, uh, mm-hmm. and you had just heard that there was other Earthlings um, at the festival. Yeah. And they... I was told that they were on the fringe of the flesh zone in the bar area. Yeah, so they are in that's the... where I'm gonna go. They're in the intoxication station. Because <laughs> she's still under the impression that it's somebody she knows. Yeah. Even though I'm not. Yeah. Um, you head over to that area... And there are many um, spaceships that are parked there, much like the food truck sort of place, but they're a little bit bigger and they're serving uh, various inebriating substances that would cause uh, any sort of uh, alien, depending on how affected they are to it, to uh, function differently than normal, basically. (laughs) And... Um, among the st- the uh, stalls, as you could say, little taverns, little bars. Um, there's one spaceship that's like full of water, and you can see Squall like having a jolly old time in there, drinking, uh, regaling tales or so. And other bars just have aliens just kind of like sitting there, drinking silently, um, eating some snacks. Um. Yes. And you come across one spaceship, and you can see through the big bay windows that there is... It looks like an uh, a orc, or like a half-orc, maybe? But uh, you can hear singing coming from it, and that's how you, like, you found the place in the first place. You could just hear the singing, just like this... Um, basically like a siren song just like like a whole chorus was coming from one person and this half orc has just this very magnetic sort of charisma to him he's got full uh, cheeks with a a very strong jawbone uh, perfectly manicured little tusks and this just glowing sort of green skin not like radioactive kind of glow but like very flush huh healthy yes yeah he's healthy looking um his hair actually seems to be very shiny but not greasy there's definitely a lot of like curl and air to it that um seems to move like waves of water as he swishes his hair around as he's going around singing and he's rippling kind of muscles and he's posing and he's seems to be singing a tale of uh of like some sort of ancient orc tale of uh war but with just like this beautiful singing voice okay um well she's probably pretty you know, it's it's nice to actually hear some some languages that she's a little more familiar with. I don't think Abby speaks orc. I can't I can't remember. I'd have to check her sheet. I'm pretty sure she doesn't, but you know, it's a little familiar. But um, would she be able to put two and two together that this is obviously you know 
not Rothkar and that the nurse from earlier probably was not referring to Rothkar. Yes, you could definitely put that together. Rothkar has a lot of scars on her from, like, just battles and stuff. This orc's skin seems to be immaculate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I guess she's a little comforted by the familiarity of the song, but she's also a little disappointed because she really, for a second, had fooled herself into thinking that Rothkar and Anthony could have survived the catastrophe. Yeah. And uh, dancing around the orc seems to be like this tiny little goblin guy. Uh, seemed to be wearing like this really long robe that seems to be too long for him. And they seem to be waving their hands around and making tiny minor illusions around him to like give the effect of like fire or like a big like arrows flying by and like monsters and stuff. Yeah, I guess she'll she'll sit and she'll uh is this like strictly a bar or is there also like food? Yeah, there's bars and food. Like this like okay. like the idea of prepping the alcohol intake with a bunch of like other substances that would make you more willing to take more alcohol is a very universal concept. Okay. Yeah, she'll probably like She'll, she's a little interested in the song, so she'll probably settle down at this bar and decide to have dinner here. So just have some pub food and a glass of alcohol or its nearest, nearest equivalent that, you know, actually looks palatable. Yeah. Um, you get a hearty glass of, like, this dark liquid and some, like salty bar food sort of things. They look like to be some sort of roasted um, nut. How big a nut? They're, they're actually pretty sizable. Um, maybe like the size of a Brazil nut, but like kind of like got weird bumps on it. But they're all, all, all the bumps are symmetrical and like it looks like that sort of species of nut is supposed to have those bumps on it so it's not like a disease thing. Oh, okay. And as this guy is, like, spinning around and singing, um, you guys kind of, like, lock eyes for a moment, and he, like, he, he cocks his head a little bit, and he, he, he keeps singing and stuff. All, all the other aliens are pretty interested in this tale. Um, what you can gather from it is he's singing about a time that his ancestors uh, fought off... Uh, a band of like cyclopses. Okay. And like the, some some of the aliens with only one eye are like, "Hey, what's the big idea?" What's the big idea? <laughs> He's like, "Was that a pun in your language?" Maybe. It's a good thing puns don't translate. And uh, he gets to a part of the song uh, where he's starting to sing about, like, something else. Uh, like, the language actually shifts, and uh, the little goblin creature, like, uh, minor illusions an angel. And um, the angel comes down and meets with one of the orcs, and they seem to be... Um, dancing together now and at the end 
he pulls out this sword. It's this white metal sword that seems to be glowing this holy light. And for a moment, you kind of recoil a bit, but it's more of like a, a knee-jerk reaction. And you quickly realize that it's your devil side that kind of recoiled at it, just instinctively. And he starts swinging the sword around in sort of like a sword dance now. The minor illusion shifts to a great battle that the orc that you saw dancing with the angel, they're both fighting together against a horde of demons. And you see just like this gruesome battle that uh, all the aliens are either just at or like, oh yeah, at. And it ends with the orc ripping off the head of the main devil and ripping off his horns and showing them off to the invading demon army. She's not sure how to feel about this. Well, devils and demons are very different, but... um, That's true. There's definitely weird mixed emotions. And he finishes the song by sheathing the sword and giving a great big bow. Uh, The aliens are cheering in all their respective ways of how they cheer. They're not all going to be clapping, but you can definitely tell that the crowd is was amused and delighted. I see. Um, I don't know. Abby's just going to kind of clap politely. and She's thinking about whether she wants to stay and talk to this guy or if she wants to just take her leave. Uh, immediately after this, he... He, like, catches your eye, and he jumps off the table and, like, walks up to you, and, like, he's, like, just excitedly, like, holding out his hand, and is like, oh my god, it's so great to finally see another, uh, Earthling from Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's actually kind of why I came here. I was, uh, I, I was told by somebody else that there were other Earthlings around. I was... Very surprised. You, you can't imagine how surprised I am. I, I, I didn't think anybody was able to get off the planet. This is, oh, this is fantastic. And whatever ill feelings you may have had about um, how awkward this situation might have been just seem to just fade away, sort of just almost magically. Hmm. Magically, you say. Like, and he'll turn his face away for a little bit, looking around at the crowd, and you'll get, like, that suspicion again. And you'll... And then he'll turn back around, and you'll see his face, and it's just... He's just got this look that you can trust, basically. He's just got such a joyous look in his eye. And he seems to be the kind of person who wears all of his emotions on his face. I see. Hmm. Well, um, I suppose with so few people left in the universe, uh, you may as well get acquainted. Uh, the name's Abby. Abby Bloodstone. He shakes your hand and he says his name is, um, um, um. Oh no. Shit. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry, no. Jerry Seinfeld. No, I thought Art I had. Kinsley. I had a good name for him. Cosmo Crazy. Oh shit. 
Shit, what was a good name for him? Oh my god, I had a name for him and I never wrote it down. And now I'm gonna kill my butt. My name is To Be Continued Jojo Meme. <laughs> to Be Continued Jojo Meme. Oh, that's a good name. Iran. His name's Iran. Iran? Okay. Iran Iron Tusk. Iran? Oh, okay. Nice to meet you. And who was performing with you? Oh, I had a really fucking good one. Shit! I need to write these things down. Um, my name is Gregory. Gregory. Okay, I see. So, um, you want to maybe talk about something over a drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, I don't know if you, if this weird translating tech was able to translate the song to you, but, uh, I mean, I guess you heard about my whole family stuff. I, I, uh, um, I guess you know about me. Uh, it, I don't think it worked, uh, actually. I, I, I could catch the gist of it. I know a little bit of orcish, like maybe a couple words and the vigils help, but, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, that, that was a traditional song. Uh, it's about, um, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, uh, in my tribe of orcs, of uh, the Iron Tusk tribe, um, <laughs> my, my great-grandfather was, uh, uh, was actually an angel, like, sent to Earth, and, and it was, uh, it was really cool, uh, we had, uh, he really liked fighting, and he he fought alongside my great grandma, and like we we killed an entire goblin, not goblin, demon horde, a whole demon horde. It was awesome, and uh, <laughs> it's just uh, it's I mean, okay, have you heard of the battle at um at at, at flat steel? Uh, no, not at all. It, it it was basically this plateau back back in like uh the cold mountain regions way way up north uh i, I don't know have you ever been to um uh the dark snow peaks or have heard of them it's over in that area um out of character that's not where we started game is no that? it's not okay what he's describing, you've probably heard of. It's probably, like, in character probably heard of. It's oh. way up north. Um, there's known to be, like, orcs up there and stuff, but not a lot is known. Okay. Also, um, he mentioned his great-grandfather was an angel. Mm-hmm. Can I d determine whether he means that metaphorically or literally? Like, I mean, he, you suggest, you, you told me he looks pretty, like, well-kept. Yeah. And has this kind of glow about him. And I know out of character that, Yeah, you, you know, can roll some more. dice to see if you can put two and two together. Okay, um, what would I roll? Uh, basically wisdom. Okay. Forgot what my modifier I guess, like, is. a sense motive sort of check to see... That's insight. Yeah, insight, 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 insight. Insight. Roll insight. Okay. That's a total of uh, 14. Okay. Um, you can tell that he's not lying about this. Um, but he's like, 
he doesn't know for sure about these sort of things. These are very like traditional um, father telling son sort of stories that um, may be exaggerated, possibly. Okay. So he's not sure himself if it's metaphorical or literal. Uh, the story itself, he he doesn't know for sure if it's literal. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. But, uh, okay, okay, well, how I got off planet, when things started going sour, I, uh, so, so, my cool magic sword, he pulls out the magic sword, and you also get a twinge of, uh, reflexive recoiling. He's like, my, my cool magic sword that I got... Uh, as as an ancestral gift from my great 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 granddad, great dad, one great. There's one great in it. One great granddad. Um, it has the power to like open up a portal to uh the the astral uh. Well, well, the 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 plane of what the fuck is that plane? Is it the astral plane, etherealness, celestial? No, it's celestial. Okay, I was gonna say it was given to him by an angel, supposedly. So a celestial. Yeah, place. basically Elysium. Oh okay. Oh wow. Wait, 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 no, not Elysium. Hold on, I think it might actually be Mount Celestia. I, I, I don't know all the shit. That's okay. But yeah. Um. Well, at the mention of the celestial plane, Abby's just kind of like, "Wow, that is some really powerful weapon you got there." Where is it? Where is that? Mount Celestia. I need to look it up to make sure I'm doing this right because I don't want to seem stupid. Yeah, I I'm just going to say Mount Celestia. That sounds about right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> then from there, uh, we were able to get, get here. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> this is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, it really is. I Never in a million years would I have thought the world would have ended a week ago. I know it's only been like a week. Uh, I mean, I mean, if it stinks real bad, but like, I mean, uh, I've been hearing like tales about like who's uh, who's the bad guy behind all this. You know, have you heard the rumors? Uh, what rumors? That. That it, this was all like a premeditated uh, strike against like the whole universe, like take it over. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I hadn't heard those. Anyone have any guesses as to who that was? It wasn't someone from Earth, was it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like. Like, like, there's some aliens who are, like, talking about, like, some aliens that might be in charge of it. Like, they, like, there's some that suspect, like, the, the coalition might be in charge of it. Like, but, like, I think the co coalition is, like, the police of, like, everything. So I don't think that's them. Uh, there's also, like, the, the Galactros people who are just, like, that the, the, they they're in charge of like that my goal play I don't know shit man <laughs> I don't think it's them though they just seem kind of like uh chaotic and evil but like I don't know if they they could like do something like this like eating whole planets it seems a little crazy 
right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But it was the same things that went to each planet. I mean, can't be as random as just like a flock of locusts like it would have been on Earth. I don't know. I guess maybe there's some... It's worth looking into, but I don't really know much about it. Just been trying to live, you know, at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... Uh, I, I I guess me too, but like, if if there was like somebody in charge of all this bad shit, wouldn't you want to like kill him? Like, I'm not the only one who thinks this, right? Gregory's I mean, just like, yeah, we should kill them. I mean, if they have something planned, and they're gonna keep going, and we should stop it. How are we ever gonna find that out? Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, well. Here's some big brain thinking, alright? So, all life, pretty much, intelligent life, I guess, uh, whatever, uh, is here at this festival. If there's, like, a bad guy who wants to, like, destroy everything, then they would strike here. They would try to destroy this, right? I mean... Yeah, that's a good point. Abby kind of goes silent and looks a little paranoid now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I sorry you did me to like <laughs> make you all worried and stuff. Like, I, the, 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 this place is pretty well armed. The coalition's here. They're, they're, they're apparently got like the biggest laser guns in this entire galaxy. Like, it would be foolish for anybody to come here and like kill people. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, if they were going to, it would be here, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. So, so here's, here's my plan. The guy shows up, and I kill him. And I fulfill my destiny as being the great hero. Uh, I don't know. Uh, sounds like it could be, I mean, if, if this person, whoever they were, that was able to coordinate these giant swarms that eat entire planets, multiple planets, everywhere. It's gonna be crazy powerful. I don't think you could be killed with just a little sword. I mean, it's a pretty cool sword, don't get me wrong, but I think you'd be prepared for people attacking him. I mean, everyone, nobody's happy about what happened. Huh, I guess, I guess he would kinda, that, that's some that's some chess brain stuff, you know? That's like that's like preparing for the move and then being like, oh, I know you're gonna get me with one of those horses, so I'm gonna put uh the tiny one. The tiny one. Which one's the tiny one? The pawn? Yeah! I'm gonna put the pawn there. So you take the horse, and then I could take it with the castle. That's the kind of thinking that he's probably thinking. You know? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna need help. What do you say? You help me kill the big bad. She looks a little forlorn for a second, or well, I mean, like she considers it for maybe a second, but um, she puts her hand up to where uh, that guy pulled out her heart in Strawberry's memory. She's like, thanks for the offer, but I'm trying to play it cautious these days. Oh. Oh, man. That sucks. Well, 
Uh, well, there's only so many of us left from Earth. We gotta, we gotta be careful. I mean, because there's me and a few others, and you two. If there's nobody else, and if we aren't real careful about what we do, if this person was going to show up, then we could all be snuffed out in an instant, and then there'd be nobody left. You know. My tribe has a saying. That you don't just look into danger, you go running towards it. You, you, you can't just sit back and let danger happen. You gotta be in the fight. You gotta be a part of the fight. Because otherwise, things aren't gonna go the way that you want. In order to get control over the bad stuff, you gotta be... You gotta be actively fighting it. That's the, that's the way that my tribe lives and fights. It, we, we, we fight. It, I guess we just got two different styles of living then. But, um... Well, I, I understand. I used... I mean, everything's changed so much in the last few days. I did used to think like you did. But, you know, I've realized recently that I'm an ant. Going up against a boot. And it's great when you have a bunch of little ants, the whole army, to help you. But we don't have an army anymore. So we gotta be smart about this. Right? S smart about this, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like, kind of where like I'm said, lacking. <laughs> well, you know, that's why we that's why we have friends. Yeah. To make up for what we lack. <sighs> right? Right. Right. Like you said about the chess game. It's like chess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, if if our paths cross again on the battlefield and we, we both end up fighting this nasty boy, whoever did this nastiness to this whole universe, because something tells me that you haven't quite given up yet. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that yourself, but I don't oh, yeah. think you're quite the coward that you're putting on. <laughs> but if we meet each other again sometime, I... And I hope we do. Yeah. I That's consider you nice. a friend. She kind of, like, takes that with a grain of salt, because she did just meet this guy, like, an hour ago. And you can tell by the way he's, like, looking that he, like, he means that completely sincerely. And, like, there's no malintentions with it. He's just like, friend, 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 new friend, friend. So he's like a dog. Yes, he's like a dog. Okay. He's very much like a dog. Let me see. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll be sticking around to festival. I wouldn't be surprised if we see each other again. We can hang out a little bit more. But I think... I might be winding down for tonight. I think I've had enough excitement for one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This place is pretty crazy. You know, they've mm -hmm. got like a billion games here and I don't know how any of them work. Yeah. I spent my, almost my whole day listening to a robot tell me how uh, medicine works. No, what? Apparently. Apparently Earth, Earth medicine is what she said a proto science can you believe that 
What? And I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Okay, that's, that's silly. My tribe has been putting poultices in wounds since the dawn of time, and only sometimes do they get stanky. Yeah, and that's just nature. That's but just nature. Whatever, I'll... I mean, she did give me some good advice, so... I'll use her little kit for now. I mean, it's just like the same thing. They just put them in the little pills instead of having to grind it up. They just do all the hard work for you, I guess. I I don't know anything about medicine, really. Eh. <laughs> it, it was it was good meeting you, though. I I'm really excited about this festival, and I really hope to see you again sometime. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I was probably going to do some shopping. Now that I think about it, after seeing your sword, I maybe need to upgrade my arsenal itself. It's a dangerous world out there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of buying, like, one of those laser pistols. This seems real cool. And he he, he hands out his hand, and he's like, uh, 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 I guess I'll see you tomorrow sometime, maybe? Yeah, sure. And, like, um, as you're shaking hands, he brings you in for a big old bear hug. Uh, you're joking me! Ah, sorry, sorry. I got a lot of love in these arms. <coughs> That's okay. I just wasn't bracing for it. Mm. It gives you a hearty pat on the back. Boy, <laughs> good night. Good night! Abby finishes her drink and goes back to the ship. Yeah, and that uh, drink, as you finish it, it's just like, suddenly everything's very dizzy for you. Seeing double a little bit. Oof. Oof, yes. But yes. How delightful. How fun. But get ready. You're about to get answers to questions that you didn't even know you had. Next time on Chronicles of Starlight.